back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome back, everybody. It's a beautiful day to be alive. It is. I just rolled in for the gym, almost had a full-on anxiety attack on my way there. I was like, oh, what's going on? Then I was like, do I go home right now? I'm highly uncomfortable. And I was like, no, bitch, get on that treadmill. Get on that treadmill right now for your life. Ran a mile, stabilized my little brain, and here we are now. <laughs> Baby, I'm going to the gym after this. We're in different different time zones, but yeah. after this, I'm hitting the gym Z's. I've actually been going to the gym less and been into hot yoga more. I've just been a hot yoga Ooh, girly. But hot yoga does sound nice. Oh, baby, I'll talk about it in a second, but I can't get over the bleach brows, y'all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. Um, Actually, funny story. I was at the gym today, and I saw one of my gym crushes. I got a couple. And, you know, I did, like, the head nod because I don't know his name. Just as I was passing by, and he just, like, gave me the weirdest look. Like, he smiled, but he looked confused, right? And then I was like, okay, whatever. So I, like, thought about it, and I was like, oh, I have bleached eyes eyebrows yeah 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 I I see why he was confused he was probably like there's something different but I don't know yeah. what <laughs> like, um, it just takes a second it just takes a second yeah the bleach brows Ah, uh, they're kind of like a ginger color right now because um it turns out it takes a lot of time for my eyebrows to get blonde blonde and it was irritating my skin do I plan on going lighter I don't know let me tell you something they don't tell you about the bleach brows it's a lot of upkeep um, I told I, you that. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I needed to live it to know, okay? The, there's, like, little hairs in there that, like, are already coming out, and I just, like, don't know what my plan is because it's, like, if I keep bleaching, then the roots are going to be, like, light, and then the – okay, so I, like, don't know my plan yet and how long I'm going to keep them, but I do like it. It's been a very interesting – journey just because like obviously it's not conventionally pretty and like you look at yourself and it looks weird you know I woke up the next morning I popped up and I was like wow that's different but it's giving it's- high fashion it's giving America's next top model yeah. uh makeover <laughs> week literally I was like and after I did it I was like Tyra would say this is editorial literally oh my god literally what I was thinking is like when a girl's like oh, I don't know about this and just like no this is high fashion, fashion. you were giving this you know and Milan. Then they, this yeah is Paris and they literally like basically shade the other person by like giving like you were giving Minnesota chic now you're giving like Paris and yeah I'm yeah. feeling the high editorial value with the brows I love it Thank you. I will say that, you know, Julia Fox said it was a man repellent. So I was like, okay, perfect. Like this will keep men away from me. I'm in like my healing journey. You know, we're getting rid of a lot of things in our lives. Um, no, uh, Bushwick men, this is does not apply to them. They, I think I've gotten even I told more you. attention. And it's like to the point where they are in my face and then go, nice. And now I also have the attention of the gays. The gays mm-hmm. are really about the bleach brows. Um, so this is a new, this is a new me. Um, I tried, I actually, I tried to scare off a man by telling him I bleached my eyebrows. He kept asking me on dates and I was like, sir, I'm not, um, open to be emotionally vulnerable right now, but like, thank you. And also I bleached my eyebrows and you know what he said to me, this sick motherfucker, you are so chic. (laughs) (laughs) You're so chic. He's not wrong. (laughs) 
bless him. Oh my god. Bless. Bless up. Yeah. Other updates. How are you? I'm 30, 30. I was going to say I'm 30, flirty, and thriving. But I'm not. But, um, you know, so hot yoga. So I've been going to hot yoga like legit every day. I've been Mm. on it like blue blonde it. I will say there is like a trippy experience. Like I've never felt more like a colonist before in my entire life (laughs) than like going to yoga and then like basically, which is derived from like, you know, Hindu and Indian uh, religious practices. And then like having like like all white women, I'm usually the only person of color, which is weird, you know? And then I've literally been like, oh my God, I like, I want to make a fucking yoga studio that's just like way more inclusive because this is just like, it's white, 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 white. Anyways, no, no offense. I've been loving hot yoga. It's really great. But it's trippy, bro. The other day I had this yoga instructor and um, she was like, you know, daylight savings time. It just made me really think about how we are all time travelers in a way. You know, we oh. all went to bed and woke up and traveled an hour back. And in a way, uh-huh. like what? And I literally <laughs> say that. I'm like. Okay, bitch. Like, I was like, I love the energy. I love where you're going with this, but I just don't know if I can get fully on board. It kind of like yeah. pulls me out of hot yoga because they yeah. say something kind of off the wall. But yeah. um, my you're body. Like, don't, don't speak. Don't speak. Yeah. Don't I was like, it. this was better when we were like breathing. <laughs> yeah. Just you telling me to breathe in, breathe out. But um, my mind feels great because I've been basically meditating for like 20 minutes a day every day so I love that love meditation um I've also become really good friends with the PCC people next door we have a very yeah the person that makes my matcha lattes I saw him like out and about the other day and he's like oh hey what's up and I was like what's up because I am a kind person and always talk to service workers and go above and beyond to be polite but then I was like oh my god now we have like a friendship going yeah so a lot of matcha lattes a lot of hot yoga Tell what me else? you live in a gentrified neighborhood without telling me you live in a gentrified neighborhood. I think that's funny, the gentrification of hot yoga, because hot yoga, yoga overall can be very expensive. So it's not that accessible, which would be something good to talk about in an episode. Maybe Well, we'll let me just say this. I've just taken my alcohol budget that I'm not using anymore and just fed it into other things i'd be buying i went on a sephora haul i've been buying hot yoga stuff because i'm like i'm not drinking anymore that's like a couple hundred dollars a week because alcohol is way more expensive than i think people are willing to admit i think it's funny that you mentioned that because i'm also not drinking right and i was like i'm gonna save so much money i spent a hundred dollars on books this weekend (laughs) i went book shopping i said treat yourself to some books girl hardcover and everything well like so my yoga subscription is like 135 dollars honestly if i go out on the town and i only spend 135 dollars that's like a good night for me i agree going out can be very very expensive yeah you know especially with with ubers drinks dinner apps the late night snackies to make sure (laughs) you know (laughs) the like post bar snacks that end up being like 20 dollars because i accidentally tip like $12 on a $6 hot dog. Like, it all adds up, man. It does. (laughs) We're both on journeys, and I love this for us. And I I will say that uh, raw dogging healing 
without drinking or like social media as a distraction, shit gets real, bro. <laughs> shit gets real, real. It's getting real, real over here. I'm like, ooh, what are all these feelings? <laughs> bro, I don't know. I It's honestly, so I've been drinking in like four weeks at this point, almost four weeks. And like, honestly, it's just more of a trip that I have been drinking for so long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's way less difficult than I thought it was going to be. But I just realized I was giving in way too easily when I was like, actually like, oh, I'm going to like not drink. I would just be like, I'm going to drink. Why not? But being like, no, I'm actually not going to and sticking with it was a lot easier than I thought. Fuck yeah. Fuck it I up. Know. So we're just keeping going up. Uh, Yeah. So I feel great. I feel like a whole new person. I'm getting there. <laughs> Keep going, man. All right, should we start the episode? What are we yeah. talking about this week? We're talking about Carmela. Carmela is my boyfriend. Yeah, so we were inspired by our girl, T Swift. This week, we're talking about Karma. We're doing Coming two T Dude, honestly, like this could not become a T Swift fucking podcast. These are two T Swift in a row. I know, right? <laughs> okay, let's do it. Are we ready to do it? Let's do it. come to my attention that some people are having a really difficult time being like good kind people why i don't know who? Really, who are these people a lot of people a lot of people find it really hard to be good people like i guess in new york this is new for me okay but damn will people disappoint you <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. honestly so you know the my favorite lyric in taylor swift's like karma is definitely like karma's a relaxing thought because honestly if you're a good person you can like rest easy at night like you know what i'm saying like when she was like karma's a relaxing thought i was like yes because you just realize that like okay someone does you dirty you can let that go and let that be the universe's problem to solve because at least you know that you were being a good person so yeah and I am really with the Karma is My Boyfriend movement with Taylor Swift because, you know, the Kanye spiral and the T-Swift up <laughs> up and is just, it's it's a chef's kiss moment, you know? It's a good one. It's like a, it's very um, poetic. But who Karma's is it? Is it, is it Kim Kardashian's Karma? Is it T-Swift's Karma? Who's Karma? I don't know, girl. Karma works in mysterious ways, but, you know, I will say that karma may not come tomorrow or it might not be instant, but it'll come. It might take years. It might take months, but people usually get theirs. Well, (laughs) in this life or the next, which is really like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I really hope this is it because I I do not have another one in me, girl. Girl, I am exhausted. Oh my god. <laughs> You're like I don't believe in reincarnation because I don't want to do it again. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> One and done. That's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. We can open up with this um I have a book on Buddhism. Um Ooh. <laughs> that I just have laying around because I'm an intellectual. Okay. <laughs> But uh, I, I, Buddha said, okay, 
Experience are preceded by the mind, led by the mind, and produced by the mind. If one speaks or acts with an impure mind, suffering follows. If one speaks or acts with a pure mind, happiness follows like a shadow that never departs. And I just feel like in my 28 years, I have learned this, that bad people, people who put out bad energy into the world, always have bad shit happening to them. And I can't explain it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like for me... (laughs) Like, I don't know why, but when I travel or whatever, I really fucking feel like I'm so fucking relaxed because I'm like, I've put out so much good karma into this world that there is like no way that this can go haywire. You know what I'm saying? Like some people be stressing and I'm like, you know what? Whatever. It's all going to work out in the end. You know, I've been putting out good karma for 28 years and then good things keep on happening. You know, you're kind of late to the, you know, you get late to the airport and then guess what? A new line opens up. And I, I honestly truly believe it's because, well, you know, the universe got me on this one. I think that's my mentality most of the time with the universe. I am never afraid of the unknown. I'm excited. I usually when there is no expectation or plans, like things just kind of work out. Like I really do believe that if you're a good person, like good things do come to you. It doesn't mean not everything's going to be perfect. Obviously, you're still going to have challenges and shit. But for the most part, I think I've I've lived a pretty a pretty life and I've gotten pretty lucky or however you want to call it with like good karma. I it's 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 good to be a good person. I don't think you should be a good person to receive good karma. Like that shouldn't motivate you to be a good person. Yeah. I think <laughs> but it does come back to you. I also just think that like if you're overall a good person and look for the good in others, I think that you just it changes your perception of the world. Like I just feel like once you start trying to be the best version of yourself, you kind of look for that in other people. And that to be t- to my detriment on some level, you know, cuz I sometimes always assume that other people are like being good people and then I get robbed, you know. You know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh fuck, maybe I should, maybe sure. that person wasn't trying to be a good person." <laughs> Got it. Got it. But in the end, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I just got my wallet stolen. But then I found a wallet. Okay. (laughs) And I could not contact this person for the life of me because I tried. You know, I'm a good person. They had no like identifying markers in this wallet of which I could, you know, they just had like a punch card for Panera. They had no cash. There was nothing in there that I could have like, because I knew it if I gave it to the police, that was just going to go in the lost and found. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Because there's nothing in there. You got a little ground score. Yeah. So so I was like, okay, look at this. And I had previously just gotten my wallet stolen like like six months before. And then the universe gave me a fucking wallet. Okay. (laughs) It sometimes works out like that. Tip for tap. Yeah. (laughs) There's, I have some good, I have my favorite types of karma, which now are also my red flags. If he's balding, why is he balding? That's probably because he's got some karma, bro. Like, (laughs) Receding hairline, he's been mean to women 100%. Yeah, you know. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. If he's got a receding hairline before 30, he's got skeletons in the closet. Check you know phone. what? Or <laughs> I was going to say something so controversial. I don't know if I want to even say, say it. Say it. Well, receding hairlines are like a marker of like incest within your family. So that's why there's like it's very popular in Utah is because the f- the family ties are so close because it's a small community. Cite your sources, bitch. Where did you get get this information? No, look this up. Okay, let me look this up. 
I hope I don't get something crazy popping up. You might. Okay. So, yes. So, what I am saying um, (laughs) is semi-true. I think this is also semi-made up out of my own personal. I take what I say back about the Mormons. I don't think there's enough... um, uh, evidence about that. Don't come for us, Mormons. Don't come okay, for wait. us. Okay, wait. He's in love. This is okay. So this is a Reddit theory. Okay, I, I'm out it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking it back. We're taking it back. Scratch it. No. Scratch okay. It. So there is a scientific article about inbreeding in Utah Mormons, <laughs> and then related is that receding hairlines are. A negative effect of inbreeding. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) I might have to cut this. But okay, anyways, this is not coming from craziness. But yeah, anyways, yeah, the karma. Fuck them. Oh my god, this is so funny. Uh there's other types of karma. My another one of my favorites. It's I think cats can read energy really well. And I will say that the some of the few people that have come to my apartment that the cats haven't fucked with ended up being like not good intentioned people you know what I mean like and this happens by allergic reactions I had this happened twice one guy had to get out of there stat and I was like yeah uh you should probably go he's like I'm developing a rash and I was like oh my god I am so concerned for your well-being you should leave and then the second one he was lying to me at the time I didn't know and one of his eyes just buffed up like a balloon and I was like, that's so crazy. Boots has, you've never been allergic to her before. Boots had my back. Ayo. <laughs> Ayo. Ayo. So you might want to get yourself a little kitty cat to keep out the bad energy. I love that. I feel like, you know, so like karma, like the basic premise is that like it's in a cause and effect. Like you kind of reap mm-hmm. what you sow. Have you ever like known a guy on like a friend level and he's just like a fucking piece of shit right just like a shithead like the worst the fucking worst and then it's like then he just gets like instant well it's not instant karma but it's like he plays women for so long and then one woman like just freaks the fuck out and destroys his car and you're like I wish I had sympathy for you but like you kind of had this coming I'm actually surprised it took you this long listen there's different types of people in the world. Some people make their own karma. And to them, I say, props to you, bitch, because I wish I had your energy, your gut, your intuition, your ambition to hurt that person. I, I don't have it in me, but I'm glad somebody does. Yeah. Man, if you had it coming, you had it coming. Like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but if you know you fucked up, you should know that there is a there is a reaction to your actions okay yeah and i think that that could that you should be okay with the reaction you should be okay with it you you, and you can't be like this goes back to like always like women i'm not like calling them crazy was she crazy or did your actions make her spiral Mm -hmm. food for thought food for thought okay and i would like to say i actually had this realization in college you know where i (laughs) was like I think I'm creating bad energy with myself by like not associating yourself with those people. I honestly no. I was gonna say that like I had this realization that I think I was playing games not on purpose. What do you mean? You know, (laughs) 
Because you just have game like that, you know? So sometimes you're, like, gaming down a dude, and you're like, maybe I'm playing a mind game I'm not, like, really trying to play, but it's kind of fucked up in a way. Like, I'm too smooth. I'm just gaming down (laughs) all these men, and it's just too easy. (laughs) And maybe these guys give a fuck about me because I'm a cool person, but but I don't really give a fuck about them. This is just game. I've never felt that. I, I have. I, no, I... I'm very straightforward. If I like you, you'll know. If I don't like you, you will also know. <laughs> yeah, but I, what if you like everybody? I don't like everybody. <laughs> I'll out myself. So this one time, I don't even know. I Let's say I went on a date with a guy and I told him I was celibate because I really didn't want to hook up with him. And that's like the best way. <laughs> So like, cause okay, like back when no wasn't a no, you know what I'm saying? Like when I didn't like trust that my no was a complete sentence, I would say this Mm. shit like, oh, I'm celibate because they'll take that shit a little bit more seriously than like, just like I've decided not to have sex with you. Right. They don't try to push the boundary. This came from fear. No, more just like a, (laughs) a, more of like a. You know, was I drunk in the moment? I was like, let me just say I'm celibate. Like, so, you know, whatever. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, then <laughs> after the the date, if you want to call it that, uh, after that, I met his roommate and, like, fell in love with his roommate. And... Oh, shit. <laughs> and then you were no longer celibate. And then I wasn't celibate anymore. <laughs> And then me and his roommate kind of felt bad because his roommate really did like me. And I straight up just like instead of being like, hey, I don't like you. I just said I was celibate and then just said, you know, and then just didn't say anything after that. So the last thing he knew is that I was celibate. And then I started hooking up with his roommate. And then it started problems between him and his roommate. And I was like, you know, this is bad karma. I should really not like I should have just been honest with him up front. This is bad karma for me. Even though I didn't mean any ill intentions, I was just trying not to sleep with him after this date. Now this is my karma because I can't even have this relationship with his roommate because his roommate feels bad. Oh. Yeah, so that was karma. I should have been honest. (laughs) And then after that, I decided I needed to be more truthful and uh, more conscientious about people's feelings because I am a dope girl and it's so easy to fall in love with me. (laughs) In my defense, this dude fucking sucked. We were on a date, and uh, he was like, "Have you, have you? Do you know what your IQ score is?" Oh, it's that dude. that guy. Yeah, he was Ew. like, "Do you know what your IQ score is?" I was like, "No," and he was like, "Um, I think it's like forty-five," and I'm like, "I, I, I fifty is genius," and I'm like fifty-two, and so I was like, "Okay, okay, so." <laughs> Let me just run this by you. You think I'm five points below genius, which I guess is cool. Thanks. That's a compliment. (laughs) But you believe that you're two points above genius. So you believe yourself to be a genius and seven points more intelligent (laughs) than me. Got it. Got it. So that's why I said I was celibate. Okay. Can you blame me? No, I don't even think you got back karma from that. I I know. I think you're good. In my books, I think you cleared. (laughs) Anyways. Um, Anyways. That was a turning point in my life (laughs) where I said I should be really good to people. Treat others the way I want to be treated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's different principles. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go into karma and there's different people that speak on it. But I found some like laws of karma that I that really spoke to me. Obviously, there's like cause and effect. There's like 
the law of creation of making things happen in your life, you have to take action. You know, like nothing's going to happen without you putting some motion into the world. Uh, there's a law of humility to be humble enough to accept your reality as a result of your past actions. So basically self-accountability, taking accountability for your actions and maybe realizing that the spot that you're in doesn't just come from the universe being fucking mean to you. It comes from some of the shit that you got yourself into. I think that uh, one's the, hard. That one can't be hard. Uh, I agree because sometimes like, I feel like it's easy to like victimize yourself to be like, why is everything going wrong? Sometimes I I tend to judge myself pretty hard. So I right away feel like, what did I do to have this moment in my life about to this? Yeah, I think I have a hard time. Well, not that I have a hard time with it, but there's some things that are, there's like, do you ever have a situation where it's like mostly out of your control, but there was some aspect of it that could have been in your control and you could have handled it slightly differently to have a different outcome. I think that's when I have a hard time mm. taking accountability when on some level it isn't my fault, but maybe in the course of like responding to something that was completely out of my control, I made things worse for myself, like with a lack of communication. That is one of the laws. It's law of responsibility. It's mm. uh. You open what happens in your lives. You are the product of the choices that you make. So when you have an when you have issues, it's easier to look outward, and it's saying to look inward instead. So yeah, karma's crazy. Um, there's also the law of growth is focusing on you because you are your actions are the only ones that you can control and not others. The law of connection. Uh, everything is connected, the past, the present, and the future. The law of focus, which this one I actually really fucked with, is just focusing on too many things and one slows you down. So, And this can lead to frustration and negativity. So focus on one thing at a time. Uh, that one uh, a bitch is going to work on. I got a lot of hobbies, a lot of interests. So narrowing it down to one is difficult. <clears throat> There's the law of giving and hospitality. We must give to the things you believe in. If you want to leave a, live a peaceful in a peaceful world, you need to cultivate peace for others. Uh, this one's hard because I have to. I don't know if I've decided that I want to be somebody's peace or their nightmare. Um, you know, sometimes being a nightmare can be more. <laughs> I've I've done too much peace. They don't fucking care. They take it for granted. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, being being someone's peace is fucking overrated. They need to find it within themselves. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but For i real. do i do believe in also that that one's really hard when the other person isn't like on the same like wavelength sometimes I people was, be yeah. given too much to people who aren't even trying to give nothing at all but i think one of the things about karma is like random acts of kindness and and not doing it because like you want something back so like you know buying someone else a cup of coffee not because you want them to buy you a coffee later but because it would make their day uh, I think mm -hmm. that we kind of overlook small acts of kindness but you never know what someone's going through and I remember this story when I was when I was in high school I baked a lot to try and make friends okay I thought who doesn't <laughs> fucking love brownies you know <laughs> so I'd bake a lot and bring it to school and I remember in the 12th grade that this guy he was like oh my god he's like I remember my first impression of you because like I was having like the worst day of my entire life like literally a truly horrible day which in retrospect he was like 13 so I don't know how bad it was but 
Um, <laughs> he was like, I was having the worst day of my life and I'd never met you before. And you came up to me in the hallway and were like, do you want a brownie? And like, it was like made my day. But hearing that at 18, not knowing that that happened four years before, you know, a little 14 year old me made somebody's day in something that like, it was giving someone a brownie. What the fuck? Like, who gives a fuck? It was just a brownie. You know, I made a whole sheet of them for a dollar. But it really made their day. So I feel like I try to, like, be kind to people because you never know when someone's having the worst day of their life and they just need, like, a little bit of love. I agree. I think, like, you can inspire and you can be, like, significant to people and you don't even realize it. And I – it's, like, one of the things that, like, really motivates me to, like, get my shit together <laughs> Is that you never know who you're going to inspire. I've had people actually very recently, like in New York, that messaged me. They're like, I remember you from high school. And they were younger than me. And I was like, oh, shit. Obviously, I didn't remember them. I Yeah. But I was – and then they were like, yeah, I remember you did this and this and this. Or like from college, like you were really inspiring because of this. And I was just like, that's really – amazing that I was minding my own business but they like can remember positive attributes like about me that they wanted to get like that's super dope um so you never know who's looking you never know who's fucking looking man so I think setting a good example regardless and having people like speak to your character even if you don't know they are you never know who you're gonna meet and honestly like some of the best like moments of karma for me have been one time, um, I really didn't know if I had a free ticket for a music festival. And I showed up with like, basically a weird receipt thing. I was promoting the event. I had no idea. I had no cell reception. I had nothing. And I showed up at Will Call. And behind me was a guy I started working with that year. And I worked at like, the cafeteria of my college. And I showed him some of the music I liked. And he was like, Oh, I've never been to a rave. So he was there. He won two tickets for this weekend festival. So he he was with me and he was like, well, like in case you don't get a ticket, just like wait with me and I'll give you my other one. I ended up getting a free ticket. He still gave me a, another ticket. And then I, now I had two tickets and I got to invite my friend to the music festival. So I was like, damn, you really never fucking know what like being a good human being and just like putting good vibes out there can really manifest for you. I mean, my favorite probably story is like when I went to Europe and like I met so many dope people from just being like nice like and I ended up like one night in Paris like hanging out with these people and I'm literally in like a bajillion dollar Paris apartment overlooking the overlooking the Eiffel Tower and it was literally probably to this day the craziest apartment I've ever been into it was like literally like some goddamn sex in the city craziness. And I met this person. Now, it wasn't his apartment. We found out it was his sister's apartment. He basically broke into his sister's apartment, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I was still there. The thought, it was the thought. I got to count. see the beauty. I should have known when there was fucking baby toys everywhere that he didn't fucking live there, but whatever. That's not the point. <laughs> but the point was is I would never have been in that apartment if I had been like a standoff, like not willing to accept a conversation, but instead I was really cool and nice and was just really down to earth and a cool chick and then I ended up drinking for free that whole night and fucking <laughs> sending it in Paris and it's like cool I'm happy that that's how the night worked out and that whole trip like was a comedy of errors but I feel like the only reason it had any redeeming qualities was because of the karma I was receiving from the universe for like years years 
<laughs> it all amounted to yes. this moment. That's what it feels like sometimes. <laughs> so this is my last one I kind of want to point out, and it's the law of change, which really speaks to me right now, okay? Because I'm, I'm going through changes, physical changes, life changes. Um, history will continue to repeat until you learn from the experience and take steps to do something differently to stop the cycle. And I think that this is this really spoke to me because um, sometimes like things come back into your life and in different people or maybe the same person and the universe really tests if you're still fucking stupid. <laughs> and sometimes you are. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I th- I I would say that this is something that I uh, have been struggling with just because I think that sometimes you can feel yourself changing and it's so hard to like let go of the person that you used to be like literally I feel like I'm clinging on for her like for dear life and now I just kind of like I'm sitting with myself and I'm like maybe it's time to let that bitch go even though she was like so cute and naive and nice and you know like thought the best out of everybody. That's just not the reality that we are anymore. And it's okay. It's okay to let her go. Because now you're changing, bitch, and we're moving on to the next. So embracing change and finding those patterns in your life, like if something continues and continues and continues, is because it's like, bitch, you haven't changed. You know, it's interesting you say this, and like this is a quote my dad sent me that is super related to this. Why he sent me this, I was like, what are you trying to tell me? But that's all, <laughs> all fucking things. This is Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. Your values become your destiny. And then this is kind of like the idea of karma of like your actions cause things in your life. And so with every action is a reaction. So it's kind of like if you want to change something, the habits one is so far up like in change like you can really start changing your thoughts about like using affirmations to change about how you think about yourself or just like another thing that they use in teaching is like limiting beliefs and then like growth mindset and like limiting belief is being like I can't do that right being like oh I can't run a mile instead of being like I cannot run a mile yet but I can run for a minute you know, and saying like, I can run every single day to try and run to a mile instead of like putting it like a cap on like how, what you believe you can do. But just basically being like, you need to change your habits to change your reality. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So if you're stuck, maybe think about what's making you stuck. And obviously, bro, this is some next level shit. All right. This is not the easy <laughs> stuff. This is you. You don't change cruising on easy mode okay change is hard it takes years and like the person that i am today has taken like i don't know like four years to get here so like it's not an overnight journey this this has been a lot of character development yeah it's been slowly you know now i feel like i'm pretty put together right like i feel like i have not that i have everything in line but like i've put a lot of things are coming into place i'm seeing like really positive outcomes from like things that I've put into place like two years ago or I thought about putting into place two years ago and I didn't really do it two years ago, but I started to start thinking about it and then slowly I've been coming to where I am now. Yeah, and sometimes we go through like hard things to prepare us for like where we're going. I would say like my anxiety the past two days has been like really bad because like recently something happened that like triggered like past trauma that like I didn't, like I hadn't thought about in maybe like four years. 
And I was like, why is my anxiety like so bad? And like, can I pinpoint when I felt like this again, like or before? And I was like, oh, I felt like this. And I can pinpoint exactly. And I used to have like really bad anxiety attacks. And obviously, like I went to therapy for it. And I developed like coping mechanisms. And I, I was able to like talk myself through my anxiety attack and like how to get myself like down from that. But I couldn't have done that like by myself alone in New York today if I didn't go through like months and months of like having anxiety attacks and like having my ex-boyfriend there like walk me through like each one, you know? Yeah. So even though like it was hard back then, like I am so grateful for that experience because like now I'm able to do it for myself. So Yo, that's you know that's I mean? yeah. dope. Yeah. Everything is connected and even if it's bad now it not might be for later. I saw this TikTok. I don't know, it was like a some sort of a spiritual person. I'll look it up, but He was saying that sometimes that you go through like if you're having like a really hard time and you're going through changes and you're healing or whatever, it's because you're earning something good that's coming. And that's a really good way to look at life if you are in a dark spot right now. I think I mean, the thing that I think helped me the most and obviously like, you know, hindsight's 2020, but uh, me realizing that every good thing that happened to me probably wouldn't happen to me if something bad didn't happen to you know I think about yeah. the you know the classic example I give is like I didn't get into the college that I really wanted to get into but then I wouldn't have had this other college experience that I think in the long run was better for me as a person but at the time like you know I was fucking falling apart when I didn't get into that college because it was the one college I didn't get into and sometimes it's like the universe and you, the universe has your back and you know, I think that's what you're talking about. It's like sometimes you have to go through hard things so that later in life, hard things become a little bit easier just because you've kind of been there before. To navigate and also you learn from all the hardship that yeah. you go to. Like even with bad relationships, you learn boundaries. You learn exactly how you want to be treated. Warning signs. Warning signs. You learn the right questions to ask. Like, and you, I think for me, the biggest one is deciphering and slowing down and really becoming a little more critical with who I'm, I'm giving my time to, right? Because not everybody deserves your time. So whatever everybody's going through, I hope that um, things get better and they will. So just, you know, worry about yourself. Don't worry about these hating ass hoes. <laughs> do your thing be a kind good fucking human being and if you find it difficult to not be disrespectful like look within (laughs) there's all she wrote yeah well that's the episode this week karma you want to do a good deed you should like you should do a good deed actually i really want to volunteer i was thinking about that i was like i haven't volunteered in so long I was thinking about that, too, because I put in a lot. I, I like, did a lot of, yeah, I did a lot of that back in the day, and I haven't in a while. So I thought about that, too. Giving more than monetary gifts, giving a gift of my time if you can't do either, or you should do both. There's also so many, like, community spaces. You can do, like, trail work if you don't like like to talk to people. Um, You can do all sorts of things, so a quick a quick google into any organization that you're passionate about or interested in there's tons of volunteering opportunities plugs of the week all right so my plug of the week is a book it's called practical buddhism mindfulness and skillful living in the modern era if you have anything of interest of like what we kind of talked about today it's a good book and it's by dr trauma bondu groves 
My plug of the week goes to Ashante. She is from Canada. You can find her on TikTok at Artistic Lifestyle 6. She's an artist model and designer specializing in acrylic base paint. Honestly, her paintings are amazing. And she has also got some apparel. So go check her out. Her website. Her website is artisticlifestyle6.com. Those are the plugs of the week. Coo, coo, coo. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed the episode. And if you didn't, uh, sorry about it. Um, please go subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And go follow us on the gram at thanks number four, your concern. And I'm personally at LL Tutor. I also have two shows coming up, one on November 12th <gasps> and one on November 29th. So one on the 29th is in Tacoma, so any Tacoma or anyone down there, down yonder in Washington, um, come check me out. They're on my Instagram. I know this comes out on Wednesday, but I hope y'all uh, were registered to vote and got your shit together because election day is tomorrow slash yesterday. So. Election day is on the 8th, so you have till midnight yeah. tonight if you're hearing this on Wednesday. Okay, bye! bye. Toodles! Love you!